never who cares. Wouldn't you like to see something strange? This is Halloween. It is a spooky Sunday night in Toronto. I am Dean Young, and we're going to find out about the scariest thing of all today, a life trying to survive in stand-up comedy. We're talking to three of our favorites today about how horrifying it could be to be a comedian, and we're going to find out some of the worst comedy stories ever. I'm Dean Young, and you are about to go Inside the Joke. Welcome to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. This is Inside Jokes, Sunday night on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, and of course, if you're tuning in across Canada. Today, we have a panel of three in studio, and we're going to swap some terrifying comedy horror stories. We're going to talk about bad bombs, towns we're terrified to go back to, horrifying audience members, all of it, just the nitty-gritty, the ins and outs of what the scariest stuff is about being a comic in Canada. Coming up on the panel, we have, first off, uh, first-timer to the show, Black Zeus. Brrrat, what's up? That's real name, or? Uh, no, my mom's not an idiot. I'm the idiot. It's a, <laughs> <name>. uh, <laughs> it's a fake name. I'm Mike. Mike. Yeah, we, yeah. Mike DeMessi, a.k.a. Black Zeus, though. What up? Yes. That's sir. a good, you know what? That's a good stage name. I Coming was born in Greece, and my parents are both Ethiopian, so... Let's See, say. at least like you have a good reason for a stage name like that. And There's still good. not a good reason, man. It's it's pretty stupid. I mean, I have a fake name, but it's like where you, I'm from Thunder Bay. Like, who cares? <laughs> no one cares. You know, it's, I don't have a good reason for mine. Friend of the show, Dave Mahaj, is back in studio. Yeah, it's very. It goes from Black Zeus to Dave, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. And actually, it's a gradient because we're going from Black Zeus it's to Dave, Dave and man. then we have Brian. Hi, <laughs> Brian O'Gorman's back in studio. Yeah, but when I when I'm when I'm out running around, people call me the the Golden Pegasus. The Golden <laughs> Pegasus. <laughs> But I think I, I just want us all to have nicknames. I feel like Dave doesn't have one. No, I no, don't. That's true. I don't have a middle name either. Well, uh, I mean, the Lebanese Thunder. The Lebanese, the Lebanese thunder. thunder. That's pretty good. We could yeah. do like the Simpsons style obvious Halloween ones, like Dave Murderhage. No, I don't like Brian. Don't... Oh, Gore, man. Yeah, I like that. Right? Yeah. Those. Were the I like ones that I one better than mine. But I feel like like every time you guys like Brian does guts for laughs all the time. Andrew Barr's show, so it's like he already comes up with all those names for everybody. Yeah, you can't win after Black Zeus, right? I just think it's it's such an awesome name that you you, like you want to bring him offerings when you hear it. You know what I mean? Right? Like, hey, what's your name? Black Zeus. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like I want to lay grapes at his feet. Right? (laughs) Especially like because you're in you're in Toronto here now, and we're going to talk later on. You have a a Halloween show coming up here in Toronto, but uh, when you were in Hamilton, you were based in the Hamilton stand-up scene. I remember when I first met you. I just remember thinking. The confidence that has to go into <laughs> yo, I don't even with- want to call it confidence. I want to call it ignorance. Yeah, because uh, like when you start comedy, like you're not funny, and then <laughs> sometimes on top the whole of that, time. I didn't realize like I just picked the stage name because I wanted to, but I didn't realize like how much it would hinder me. You know what I mean? I was already not funny, but then I'm this weird guy with a stage name who's also not funny. Took me a hot minute before people gave me any yeah, looks yeah. at all on stage. Yeah, you'd be like a weirdo. Yeah, like not only are you bombing, you have, <laughs> I realized you have a three real name. years into my career how how much I screwed myself over by giving Spe- myself a, a stage name. Well, especially a name like that because it does have this weight to it, and especially when you're starting out because it's like an open mic where there's like 44 names on it, and exactly. it's like you're like 23rd down. It's like Steve, blah blah blah, blah uh-huh. Black, Black Zeus, Zeus, all in capitals. <laughs> like who is this dude? It's no, written he in can Sharpie. Get on though, like if like. If someone's, I feel like someone running a show is frustrated, they'd be like, man, just put on Black Zeus. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? That would come <laughs> At the very it. least, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Right? I feel but, like even if you, and we're going to get into bombs and stuff, I really want to dig deep on what's some of the worst stuff that's happened to everybody in comedy. But even if you're bombing, 
you're still up there and you're still I'm still Black Zeus yeah. though. Yeah. It's you know? a powerful name, yeah. man. Like you It is. I think it like really gives you it makes you have to work harder too. You know what I mean? That's, so, that's, when you get older, I think it'll be good though, because like then when you're famous, when you cross borders and shit, you've like done all kinds of crimes. You're not Mike. You're, I'm, Black <laughs> I'm Black Zeus, Zeus right? Yeah. We know a guy who likes feet who got across borders because of that. <laughs> that's yeah. amazing. Yo, you guys are a little deeper in the game. Like, do you think it's gonna screw me over? Like, I think it's gonna be good for you, bro. In not in this climate anymore. I th again, you know, you could do a bunch of things and bounce back. You're yeah, fine, Black Zeus. Yeah. <laughs> Black Zeus will pull through. Yeah, I just want to say I love these two guys. Like honestly, since the, since the time I started, I'm, I'm seven years in. These guys are way longer, and I'm, from day one, and we're all in the been... same spot. So what does that say about me yeah. and Dave? All right, yeah, it's well... Canada, but they're deep in the game. <laughs> I'm trying to compliment you guys, but <laughs> I love you, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this got all heartwarming, and then you just daggered him. Yeah, this no, is what promotions in this comedy game. What are you talking about? Yeah, Zeus? this is what deep in the Zeus. that's what deep in the game looks like in Canadian. <laughs> comedy right. is is talk radio on a sunday night <laughs> yeah when we come back uh we're gonna we're gonna get into some some of the most horrifying stuff i think that can happen to you in comedy because i know we've all lived it we've all experienced it some of the most legendary hecklers some of the worst towns some of the most uncomfortable sets you've had i really want to just tear down that fourth wall today guys that's the scariest thing on halloween is being a comedian I don't care about Halloween itself. It's scary to be a comedian, so we're going to get into that. Right here on Inside Jokes, we'll be right back. Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Oh, hello. This is Scott Belfort, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. Welcome back. You're listening to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And if you're just tuning in tonight, we're talking about comedy horror stories. So all of the terrifying things that happen when you're trying to live your life as a comedian, especially a comedian in Canada, I feel like, because it's a tough place to tour around. There's not a ton of money to go around. Yeah. We talked about that a lot on this show. We've got first timer on the show, Black Zeus. I'm just gonna hit that name every time. Black Zeus. You Black gotta, Zeus. You, you gotta make that it is sound a good, as awful as possible. <laughs> that's a good um, Halloween. The weirdest name. thing about it is he's actually a small Chinese lady. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it at home, but uh, that's very pretty. Very. It's a, yeah, it's a good stage name. Uh, he can only do radio. That's it. Dave Mahaj is back on the show. I'm also a small Asian lady. <laughs> <laughs> and Brian O'Gorman returned into the show. What's up? So I want to get into, and we do have kind of like, I don't know, you guys have all been around for different amounts of time. I feel like Dave and Brian, you guys have probably been around similar amount of time, of course. Uh, Dave a little bit longer well, than me, but, longer, yeah, but yeah. you know, you've both... Both about 40 years. Both about 40 years. Yeah. But you've both been some places. You've seen me, some man. things. Yeah, we've seen a bunch of stuff. You know, and Mike, our friend Black Zeus, he's a little bit, uh, I mean, you, you're in this seven years now. That's you're based in Toronto here now. But I want to go around, first thing I wanted to see, and actually, Dave, there's something we were talking about before the show tonight that yeah. I want to get into later that has nothing to do with Halloween, but I feel like it's something that you're going to really be passionate about. We're going to get into... Yeah. Who's the best white rapper? But that's a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're doing this on air. Yeah, we're doing this on air. But okay, I want to, I want to go around and just find out, like, what to you was the scariest thing about going up and doing stand up? Like, what made you rip off that bandit? What were you terrified of? The, for me, honestly, what made me finally go up was a car accident. I was in a car accident, and then I just had a bunch of time off work. I was bedridden, 
once I wasn't bedridden anymore, I didn't have to go to work. And I was like, honestly, I, I was just watching comedy and, and curb your enthusiasm and stuff. And I'm just like, yo, I got to get up on stage. And I did improv at first. It was weird. I'm like, this is okay, but not exactly what I'm looking for. And then I did stand up. And then it was pretty much, I was like, this is done. I left college. I dropped out of college. My mom loved that. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, dropped out of college to yeah. go do stand up. Yeah, it's stupid. It's Don't do that. <laughs> what? <laughs> How are Yeah. Like, I think having supportive parents always makes a huge difference, obviously. Oh, my mom laughed at me when I told her I wanted to do comedy. Did uh, you also, in the same sentence, tell her you want to be called Black Zeus? No, like, I, no. Uh, I didn't tell her about the stage name until maybe a year in. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I Pace didn't want that to out. disgrace her immediately. Yeah. <laughs> and there's some time to breathe for yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Dave, were you, do you remember, like, do you remember, do you have that fear the first time you went up? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was super, su it was... I was terrified. I yeah. think it took me like years to have the courage. I think 14, I was like, I don't do comedy. And it took t until 19. But I also thought you had to be of legal age yeah. to, to do comedy. <laughs> Who amazing. told you that? You just, I that you just thought that? Head, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so I, I wanted to do it at 14, but I didn't understand the concept of a parent can bring you in. <laughs> yeah, you needed ID to get on stage. That's so, so I want you to know this is real <laughs> stupidity. Uh, <laughs> Yo, you actually yeah. clued in at 14, though. Like, I just told him, I didn't know what, I knew what stand-up was. I just turned to my buddy and I was like, dude, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian. And he probably looked at me like a crazy person. He's like, okay, bro. Like, you know, and then I, but I also wanted to be on Soul Train. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Soul Train. I'm like, yeah, yo. Yeah, Canadian stand-up is the director. <laughs> yeah. Don Cornelia, give it up for Dave Murray. I had no idea. And then you, after doing it for 10 years, you finally realize I could maybe be in the background of Electric Circus. No, yeah. At best. Yeah. It's funny, though, too, actually, you saying that, like, you had that fear to go up. Because now, like, your whole, for us watching you on stage, you're one of those few comics who you have the appearance, at least, of just going up and you could do 20, 30 minutes of just, like, off the cuff, whatever you feel like, and just, like, play scared. with the room. I'm you know? still scared. I'm so it's funny to, like, here. go from that and, like, hone that. What was it like at first? Were you a lot more written at first? Or Yeah, and then I bombed a lot of my friends would tell me like stop doing what you're doing go back yeah. to telling go go back to telling jokes why are you trying to like you know you know be this weird and stuff it was a buddy's girlfriend uh it was a comic friend of mine she'd always he'd tell me that and she'd come up right after him and be like it was it was fine like she'd yeah. whisper it to me like so she was like motivating me to stay it's like losing your virginity like you always remember that first set and exactly where you were and what it felt like right well, dude, if you're screaming with no like no cohesiveness, of course yeah. people are going to be like, "Why is this guy yelling about a pencil?" <laughs> like, there's no punchline. So yeah. I get why people were probably like, "Dude, you suck." So I'm fine with that. What about you, Garmin? Like, I mean, now you because you're a storyteller too, and obviously, like, you hit the fringe circuit, and you're all over. You're literally all over the map. You're all over the planet doing this now. Do you remember the first beginning? Like, what that. Yeah, yeah, I wanted Here to be like, like a sketch actor, you know, so me and my friend Rod, we went to school to become actors, and then part of it was we had to do stand-up, and then I tried stand-up, and I just quit everything else, because like, well, none of this stuff matters, because I just get to, I, yeah. I hated acting and using other people's words, and I did like musicals and stuff, like singing full conversations to adult males, you know, on stage, <laughs> I was like, I don't you know, I'm going to the store. I was like, I just want to tell some jokes in the nightclub. You know what I mean? Because I also like I wanted to be more of a like how Dave wanted to be a rapper on Soul Train. I think most comics really have a a, a a different thing that they want to be. Like I wanted to be a rock and roller. I wanted to be like you know a famous punk star, but I couldn't play music or anything like that. So I just wanted to, have to get the closest thing to that. And I guess comedy is kind of like a hybrid of like 
you know, rock and roll, hip hop, and theater, right? And so it's yeah, the closest really. I could get. You know what I mean? So that's why <laughs> I just wanted to party every night, man. <laughs> it want. really is that though like there's no other art form like that and it's so north american right yeah you don't have to use those quotes when you say art form right like, yeah all right i know it's, it's radio but you get to, right yeah. right right we get you yeah we can pretend we believe it all right we're gonna get into <laughs> the deep deep nitty-gritty of some halloween comedy horror stories some of the most terrifying stuff that's happened to us on stage see a kid <laughs> keep it tuned in right here on inside jokes global news radio 640 toronto I'm John Doerr's sister, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on 640. I love you. You can't swear, right? No. Okay, not with that attitude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get in there. <laughs> Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Today we're talking about Comedy horror stories. What are the scariest things about a life as a comic and the scariest stuff that can happen? We have Black Zeus, Dave Mahaj, and Brian O'Gorman in studio with us if you're just tuning in. And something we were talking about. But I don't want before, I don't want to de- <laughs> I don't want to derail you. I just want to say O'Gorman, since I started always been yeah. to me super confident. And I, it would not weird me out, but I always like, man, this guy this guy's like super from um, from day one, and he hasn't aged. I feel I haven't told you that. Yeah, like, you guys have guy. like <laughs> got a black gene in him. We just haven't we haven't bought new clothes in fifteen years. I think <laughs> still dress like we're in high school. Yeah, Maybe yeah. that's why. But dude, I just have to say he's always been confident. Well, it's I like true. It. And I'm having fun, and I think so. you're having fun too. And that's what a lot of people don't do is have fun. And I just don't get why you'd be in this industry if you're not in it for fun because yeah. there's not a ton of money yeah know? exactly and if you're faking that the audience can smell that immediately like <laughs> yeah. that yeah. vibe hits the room for sure and you guys especially like you both have very different kinds of confidence you know <laughs> like Mirage, you're like that rip into the room full of energy you're like grabbing the audience by the throats you're slamming the wall you're like you're all over the place and oh gorman you have this just like very like calm sense of self up there just like this sort of assertiveness yeah so I'm it's like su- i'm super high <laughs> oh my god you can finally say it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm legal yeah, yeah isn't yeah. that funny with this whole weed thing too it's like all these people it's almost like oh everybody can try smoking weed now yeah <laughs> i don't like it there's literally like soccer nothing moms in my dispensaries and stuff like yeah. that walking around like they own the place <laughs> yeah what's purple kush i want my friends back i used to have cool friends uh, yeah now it's I'm hitting all... bongs out the back of a Tesla with Susan after <laughs> hockey practice. All right, I'm doing jokes now. I'm sorry. Just Lululemon everywhere. That's true. We're struggling to stay on. Lulu! <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Lulu. Oh. She's getting pulled all over the place these days, hey? Just binge eating boxes uh, of peak uh, yeah. you know with Kathy. I, I yeah. don't wear bikinis, you know? No, anyway, sorry, uh, you could ahead. though. You know what? No, I could. I should, well, 2018, whatever. man. Like weeds legal. Yeah, right. You could wear bikinis if you want. You've got to own it. You've got to look as right? as as hard to look at as possible. You got to make it as hard <laughs> for people to look at you as possible, and that way you'll be defined as brave. <laughs> Amen to that. Man. Yeah, man. It's a very brave panel today. Then what we were talking about earlier before the show, and it's a bit off topic, but I I I felt like we have something there. 
well, was it you started, asked me in the lobby. No, it started with you. You basically <laughs> took a shot at Eminem and said, like, you know what I mean? You Even, even Jules, our engineers, looking at me like, what? What did what? you say about Eminem? No, because we were talking about white rappers, and you're like, yeah. And I, he, because Zeus asked me, who do you think the best? And before I could even say who's the best white rapper, I think you shit on Eminem. I did. I and just said, all I said was, <laughs> Eminem just still seems like a 15 year old kid that's pissed off at but his parents see, oh this is God. like deep yeah. i just oh feel i For feel sure. like jules is shaking her head no. now i feel like white white dudes like you yeah uh, have some <laughs> kind of hate to white rap I, I always it's always not all white guys but most white guys just pop, snap but it's like weird it's like you you could say eminem and they just lose it and they're like ah, he ain't nothing and i'm like yeah, he's not even related to he you. wants to prove that he listens to more than just eminem like, you know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? that's yeah. what i think it is so like if you ask a white guy it's like you like him i'm like no i don't even i don't even know any of those songs i, like, I, I know who this, like black guys yeah, and stuff exactly but he's one of the greatest you can't mess with it man it's like top i man top three for me i don't know i don't know maybe be... i can't relate to it he just seems look at like the writing. so look at yeah. the writing man like, it's just read immature. the album it's too immature. immature man it's about lyricism like yeah. i don't know he's he's like an old school rapper he he actually cares about the craft. He puts time and, and thought into the words he says. And on top of that, the way he puts words together is like unmatched but in the game. But this is like white, white, white boy hate towards white. It's like it's white weird. on white yeah. crime always. <laughs> but to be fair, time, I haven't dude. said much because I kind of enjoy it. Even Vince Tedesco, our producer, is like nodding yes at that. Like, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It, no matter, Macklemore, white guys are like, oh, he's, 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 not, he's not good. I go, you don't even want to listen to him. Black His people, name is stupid. Yeah. G-Eazy. I like, warmed up to yeah. him eventually. That's what I'm saying. But if, if and was, Bronson, I liked at first, but then I was like, "Well, you're just ripping off Ghostface." There though. you like, go. You know? More white hate, bro. Yeah. That's nice though. That's why Black people can't... have publicly tore themselves down uh, for too long. So I, I encourage this, dude, right? Please, yeah, good. Man. This please could be how the GOP show. gets torn apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You just start that argument. I'll be honest with you. Like, I'll be honest with you. I I probably only like the rappers that I want to bang. That's probably what it is. <laughs> <laughs> like you know more about rap, but I'm just like, would I smash them or no? Dude, you're telling me you wouldn't smash Macklemore or even uh, Macklemore? I would. He's Eminem, a sweet boy. He's a sweet boy. Yeah, Macklemore, I would. <laughs> you're lying. But I'm yourself. like Gambino's the greatest of all time. Because then in my head, I'm just like, because that's that's, uh, that's easy. Though, He's a model. Know? Come on, yeah. right? Yeah. Come on. You want Bone Crusher up yeah. in you? <laughs> bone Crusher. Dude, yeah, you, you, wanna, wanna, you should have. You want to have sex with Inspector Deck, dude? Dmx wears a trench coat and everything. What year DMX are we talking about, though? I don't know. Well, you want to bark in, regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or just imagine you and DMX in bed and <laughs> You got to get him when his <laughs> first two albums dropped. I would get him around there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have sex with him around the Great Depression when he put that album out. Yeah, yeah. You no. want flesh, yeah. flesh of my flesh, blood of my That's blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Dark and hell is yeah. hot. Dude, he like, wanted to satisfy the world and you, probably. Back yeah, then. Now right. he's just battling drug addiction. Yeah, yeah, get on your back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Late 90s DMX. That's where it's at, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But Gambino, for sure. All right, uh, we're going to get back to actually comedy <laughs> no, horror no. stories after just the slide break. Slide that in there at the end. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like our listeners right now, there's no way that they aren't picturing these things. And I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, nobody wants to picture any of that unless it's me and Mac. Just look, if you're out Bone there in the white listening, them. just respect white rappers, bro. That's just how we're going to progress. Stop with this hate. <laughs> yeah, that's the message of today. All right. We'll be right back right here. Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.
Hey, this is Roddy Coleman. And Jay Brody. And you are listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And tonight we're talking to our panel of comics about the most horrifying things that can happen in a life in comedy. If you're just tuning in, you are way too late to the game here. But we have Black Zeus on the panel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Our friend Dave Merhage. Yep, yep. Murder Hodge. Murder Hodge. <laughs> that's the <that's> only. <laughs> trying try to get that to stick real hard. Right? Dave Murder <laughs> Brian <know>. O'Gorman. <laughs> and I want to talk about the healthiest. I, I feel like once in a while it's not. It's good to have like a good healthy bomb, right? Oh, yeah. In a way. Because it almost like, you know, you guys will know what I'm talking Like, you know, when you get on that thing where it's like, okay, you had a bunch of good shows and you have that sort of. Yeah. It's almost like a fake confidence. Where you don't, you need that nervous energy a bit, and you sort of lose that, right? You're just like, I got this, I got this. You almost, if the second you stop caring in a way, right? And every once in a while, it almost like resets you. Like you need that scar tissue again. Like you need that bad set, right? Well, it's like sports, I guess. It's like you're gonna have a bad. Like I don't think it's even yeah. like a nerve thing. It's just like you're you're gonna you're gonna you shoot have a to brick. fail once in yeah. a while. Yeah, you're gonna have a bad game. So you're here, yeah. And I, it's but like not ignoring it too. No, I accept my bombs yeah. now. Like I could identify. I walk off. I go. Ah. I tell the audience. I go. I know you don't like me. Like yeah. I get it. I'm not hurt by that anymore. Like them no. not liking me. No, because I think after you know you you've all certainly been around long enough. It's like after a while you realize like okay, this is just what I do now. So that fear of like because early on, if you yeah. bomb, it's almost like oh, they could take this away from me though. Like, yeah. I bombed, so am I allowed to be a comic anymore? You know, but they now it's like, know, well, no, I this hate, is what I do. I hate me before they hate me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not up there delusional. Hey, it's like, like welcome yeah. to the party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's just like, you guys about? are late. I'm the one that doesn't like this already before you. <laughs> we were talking about that earlier, how you said, when I met you at the studio here today, you were like, I feel too happy inside right yeah, now. Yeah, I was like feeling like. <laughs> Something the, bad's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> just the worst. This one was like, I this heckle was great because I got... He should have heckled me. So yeah. I was riffing, and I picked a guy to riff with, this French Canadian dude. This is like in thinking Thunder Bay, and he, me and him were bombing together for twenty minutes. And I, had, <laughs> and I, I told the audience, I was like, "Hey man, this is not working out." But he didn't want to let go of the riff. And there's this white guy behind him, and he just wasn't speaking. And then out of nowhere, and it's like about like four, maybe like two hundred and fifty people there. He just goes. He just goes, for the love of God. Like, it's quiet. <laughs> and he goes, for the love of God, just tell a job. And he kept saying that for four minutes. Please tell a job. <laughs> and nobody's coming to my aid. Like, it's just <laughs> silent. And then I yeah. go, I respect that, sir, but I only have eight more minutes left. And I continue to not tell a joke. I, and I just do what, I, and he stayed. And then after the promoter hugged me, like she came over, <laughs> we were hugging each other in the back. And I, people were like, hey man, I feel bad. I go, no, I don't feel bad. He called it out. Mm -hmm. I wasn't telling a joke. He should have yeah. said that. It's not like it was like I was doing, he, I, I, he listened to me for 20 minutes and I tanked. He had the right yeah. to challenge. Well, it's like it happens a lot where people yeah. like, like they say, you do it enough, like eventually you're going to bomb, right? Something happens. Yeah. So you just get used to it. If I'm killing, you know, 99 times out of 100 and then one time it goes bad, I'm like, well, screw you guys. I know it's not me. I know it's like this situation or where I'm at yeah. or whatever. So I'll just sink in deeper. I'm like, oh man, we're going <laughs> down. Let's do this. Let's make it funny. Because it doesn't affect, it yeah. sh I, I think it shouldn't affect you either way. You should be able to walk off a stage with 
with like 2,000 people and then walk out back and just be yourself again. And you should be able to go and bomb and think, you know, triumph and disaster. Treat those two imposters the same. You know, they're both false. And it's just like you should just be able to be like a a mild hum. If I bomb, I'm good. If If I kill, I'm good. It's just it shouldn't affect you. And it is. It's part of the game, right? It's part of the work. It's like almost like the dark side of the coin, like. Yeah. bombing and I'm happy regardless dude I could I could wake up whenever I want I do whatever I want that's my reward yeah. you know what I mean it's not some trophy it's like doing whatever I want 100% of the time you know what I mean so if I have to deal with that once in a while it's way better than having to wake up at six in the morning and get yelled at by some guy at chorus radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just it kidding. is. It's just part of the job. I'm just kidding, but not really. But kidding. It's so true, though. Yeah. If you're an athlete, you're gonna get scraped up once yeah. in a while. You know, it's just part of the work. It's yeah, part of. Also, the... yeah, just grow up, man. You're an adult, yeah, right? Just take take the and l- learn from. People us. are not gonna like you. Yeah, in the don't. world oh, there's yeah. some people that don't like you and you gotta go yep yeah, okay and i feel like learn from it appreciate it a bit you know like it's easy to like you tank and then you just walk away and go well that audience sucked or that room sucked blah blah there's always a lesson for you to take from that and to like yeah. and not to be dismissive yeah. to learn from it but yeah, yeah to definitely just try not to let it affect your emotions and this yeah. is for your listeners too if you're a, if you're a buster out there that goes hey man i didn't really feel you and then i go no that's cool because it happened to me the guy goes i don't really i didn't like what you did i go i respect that he goes nah but you know I like this part. I go, no, nope, stop. Yeah. Just hold on to what you said at the beginning. You're being fake in front of me right now because I pressed you. I didn't even press you. I just said it. And you like, if you hate me, hate me. Don't be this fake like, oh, you know, but I like this one joke. No. But you can change for me. Would yeah. you like to change for me? <laughs> you could write a new act and one day I'll come back and I might like you. Would you do that for me for no money? <laughs> Spend all your time like, on the off chance. Oh, yeah, we'll get a job. You on know, the right? off chance that they even go to another comedy yeah, show yeah, in the yeah. first place, let alone one of yours. Yeah, you know, what? like you're never gonna see these Imagine people like, again. Like breaking into some mortgage broker's office, be like, <laughs> all right, change this whole thing, flip the desk over and stuff. All right. You don't know what you're doing. We're gonna come back with more uncomfortable things about comedy. It's the Halloween comedy horror show right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio, six forty, Toronto. This is Fiona O'Brien, and you're listening to Inside Jokes on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Spit those bars already. I can't rap with the sh- probably. No, we you know? know you can't. Bro. Not even, don't even put the idea that you might. You should have just said, no, I don't know how to rap. <laughs> I, do, I do like how I said, there's no way I could rap. Probably. <laughs> you could look at me and go, no. That's never happening. Dude, people come up to us, they're like, you know who I think is funny? Russell Peters. Yeah, like, yes. Okay. Every single yeah, time. Every time. I was like, okay, man. You're a comedian. Russell Peters. Yeah. They don't even say anything about it. They just yell Oh my God, name. we need Russell to use this. Peters. We need to use Comedy. this. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. We're talking bad bombs, horrible gigs, hecklers, comedy nightmares, comedy horror stories with Black Zeus, Dave Merhaj, and Brian O'Gorman. And we were talking about audience members coming up to you and like critiquing, not just critiquing your set, but like trying to tell you how you can change it and do it differently. I I just remembered this girl. I just, she, I told her you should come to this show and then she... So I, it's a Arab comedy festival. So when I walk right. on stage, I'm Lebanese, and she goes Lebanane. That means you're like Lebanese. And okay. I, right. I didn't even touch the mic yet. I go who? I go. Why were you heckling? 
I can't see the person. And then after the show, she comes up to me. She goes, I was the person. I go, I invited you. You had to <laughs> <laughs> It's like if I'm like coming to my house and have food and you walk in and kick me in the throat. Like, you, like why would you do that? I'm here. You're like, yeah, no, I know. Like, who didn't teach you uh, uh, etiquette? It's like the most simple. And I hate the when people go, no, man, I just got excited. Like, yeah, man, I get excited too when I'm at a Drake concert. Yeah. I'm not screaming at him. I'm not heckling at him. Like, who's raising these? Do they always want, they always want to talk to me after they heckle. You ever notice that oh, stuff? I've, yeah, I've, I've yeah. called it a mile away. Like, 300 people, one person's ha person heckles. I deal with them, and I say to the other comics, you watch. They're going to come up and try to be friends after. Yeah. They think they're With helping. an apology They or think something? they're part of the show. Uh, yeah. Oh, they thought they did yeah. a great job, and that you're going to want to hang out, and you're going to be best friends. And, and that's the thing <laughs> that, like, <laughs> this is mine. Yeah. And you know what? That's yeah. the thing that most listeners of this show won't realize, and most people don't realize. When, you know, you're talking to somebody, they find out you're a comedian. And the, right away, they're always like, well, how much how much hecklers do you deal with? But the thing is... Also, do you know Russell Peters? Also, do you know Russell <laughs> Peters? There's three things. There's how many times do you get heckled? Do you know Russell Peters? <laughs> yeah. And they always have one friend that's the funniest person they know that yeah, should right. do stand-up, right? And you kind of look like him. And you kind of look like him. And also, white people say Brent Butt. Yeah, what? true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, do you know Brent Butt? Like oh. that. We got to give Brent. But they don't understand. I think there's real, a lot dude. of... He, he out here. I never got Brent. <laughs> I think there's a lot of people out there for some reason that think that there's like this whole world of professional hecklers that just go out and dismantle comics. It's not. It's 90% of the time it's either drunk people that are just acting up or it's people that think they're part of the show. Dude, he knows like they're the, bringing something to the he show. He knows the club, Vancouver Comedy Mix. The oh, bouncer yeah. told this guy to stop talking. He yeah. wouldn't stop. He's heckling Tom Rhodes. The bouncer is a fairly giant human being and they have two <laughs> doors on each side of the club so you could exit out of. And yeah. They're like swing doors. And he, I watched the guy. He told him, quiet down. The guy waited till the bouncer walked away. He gets up and heckles. Bounces in, say anything. Comes, grabs him from under his armpits. Doesn't turn him around. He lunged his own body into the door. Me and Kevin Solo, a comic, we go run around. By the time we got around, which is maybe like five seconds, that heckler was on the ground, bleeding from his head. And he goes, who sent you? That's how hard he hit him. Holy. Like, he just messed up his, like, he thought he had a vendetta. Like, he was wild, dude. That's the only time I've seen a heckler get handled. I go, and part of me was like, yeah, that's how you, you should do that. Yeah. I wasn't like, I feel bad for him. No, this guy wouldn't shut up. Yeah, but sometimes those, like, those door people, like, the mix is great for that. But yeah, there's a lot of them where they're just they're some 21 year old kid yeah. who is afraid to even confront somebody. <laughs> let alone tell yeah. them so you're like on your own to deal with it. Yeah. So again, you have to use your brain. So a lot of times, I remember one time having a whole bunch of like a gang members, you know what I mean? Rows of them in the front. And like, uh, it was like I mean, my first ever headline set, actually. My mom and dad were there, and this guy in the front, and there was some, some woman they were with with big fake boobs, big fake lips and these guys all had gold teeth and the rest of it i made fun of them all night long nobody cared and then i made so she kept chirping and then one thing i said was uh something about her don't, oh, i don't want to take crap off a retired porn star and it was the second i, I made uh reference to her age stuff just started throwing it she just yeah. started throwing stuff wine bottles glasses as they're, <laughs> as they're pulling her out they're picking up she's picking up candles off the table chucking them like the audience is getting covered in hot wax and stuff and they're Holy. pulling her out just losing it and then Jesus. at the end like the stage is all covered in broken glass and stuff like that and this is my first ever headline uh, like and then i'm like all right well Glass on the stage is pretty punk, so I started like stomping <laughs> around and all that. Had your parents seen you perform before? No, that was the first time they'd ever seen me go a whole <laughs> wow. way through. That's yeah, what I was hour. going to ask too. Like you could go either way with that. You could either be like, okay, I'm first headline set. You're probably like what two years? Yeah. This is going to be an origin story or a suicide story. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah. you're either at that. That's a turning point. And knowing you, like some people would just be like, ah. Oh. 
maybe this isn't where, what I want with my life. But for you, you probably just relish that. That's a wave, man. Yeah. You got to go with it. You can't fight that. You know what I mean? But uh, tap yeah. dance on that glass. But because I had that, it made so many different things like easier and 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 you know easier to deal with in the moment. Because like when that stuff, happens, this is why these people think that they're going to get away with it. Going, hey, screw you, thinking it's funny. It's like, do you know how deep I've gone with this kind yeah. of stuff before? Yeah. Like I've had things thrown at my head, people threaten to kill me, and you think a couple crappy heckles, like you're you're ugly. Ha ha ha. Yeah. You think that's going to ruin my night? I'll ruin your life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like, do they think that you're just going to sort of ignore it and just keep on with your... But no, then no. my dad said, you know, like whatever punchline you're trying to work your way towards, like, yeah, no, you're right. going to grab that by the throat. That's yeah. part of the job. You it's know? the worst when they go, continue, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You have yeah. their permission to continue. <laughs> All right, we're going to come back with some Halloween shows and a little bit more comedy horror stories right here on Inside Jokes, Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Inside Jokes Pants Optional. Time is fleeting. Madness takes its toll. But listen closely. Not for very much longer. Welcome back to Inside Jokes right here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto, talking comedy horror stories. Just <laughs> the most of the audience that was thinking about doing stand-up might not even attempt it after tonight. I feel like <laughs> no, maybe man. that's good. There's already too many good, of us man. in Toronto. Good. Don't be about like be hundred percent sure you want to do this. Be I don't sure like you flimsy people that are like, you think I could try it? I yeah. just run into it. Like, why are you doing yeah. it? And don't we're, be a hobbyist. Yeah. Don't be a hobbyist. Get a remote control car or something. And we were talking <laughs> on the break, we were talking about like yeah, tours especially. What's are there are there like specific places that you look at, you look back on and go, I never want to go back there again in my life. Brighton. We're driving up and he goes, I was like Tom, we got a hotel. He goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I don't think we got a hotel, man. This guy's being <laughs> shady. And we get to the, we do the gig. When they used to give us like sponsors, a beer company would sponsor us, so we go to his buddy's house party. K. Trevor goes to sleep. This is a house party. So we lose K. Trevor. He goes to pass out. Um, me and uh, Ryan Denise playing ping pong downstairs. Mm. And me and O'Gorman are eating tuna. What was it? Tuna salad. We, we were having a good time. Having yeah, a great we time. Tuna. And Tom O'Donnell, all we hear from oh, the kitchen, yeah. he goes, uh, he, Tom's buddy is there with his girlfriend. And Tom's buddy goes, are you serious, Tom? He goes, what, bro? He goes, are you flirting with my girlfriend in front of me? <laughs> <laughs> Tom goes, relax, bud. And the guy goes, get out. And take your comedian <laughs> friends, too. And then we're eating. I mean, this guy, I remember we hid the, the tuna salad under the person's couch. And we had to find Kate, Trevor, get him out of bed. And then we slept in the car. And we made uh, Tom stay outside. <laughs> it's always, it's always Tom it. O'Donnell, though. <laughs> And we have, uh, and of course now we were talking a little bit earlier in the show, everybody in Canada knows weed is legal, yeah. and we have our friend Black Zeus has a Halloween show coming up at one of the vape lounges here in Toronto, so what's going on, Black Zeus? Vapor Central, uh, yeah, weed is legal, I don't even know, I don't even know what to think about that, man, like. Nothing's changed for comics, really. No, I'm still smoking in the streets, like, <laughs> <laughs> but they got like more patrols now, man, I have like a routine, there's a forest trail by my house, and I go like a kilometer and a half into the forest, I spark a joint, I walk around and stuff. Yeah. I was a kilometer and a half in the forest, sparked my joint, 
Four horseback cops pop out of nowhere. On like horses, the, too. On horses in the middle of the forest. I thought I was getting arrested in a time machine. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I was just waiting for them to just yell out, like, bring forth thine leaf. I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. I have a show at Vapor Central. It's been going really good. It's like a comedy talk show. So I yeah. bring up a headliner. They do like 20, 30 minutes. And we do like a 10-minute interview. We give away a bunch of weed. Uh, this Halloween, uh, we actually have uh, the Toronto Bangers Brass, which is like a 12-piece brass band. He's going to oh, be closing nice. out the show. Uh, afterwards with a big party like they're gonna they're gonna shut it down we got kevin saldo we got rochelle louise on and hisham kaladi doing jokes a dab bar all night man like it's it's gonna be intense are you gonna you do dabs when you're up there uh yeah there's this guy jim that like literally walks up on stage and tries to ruin my night <laughs> in front of the audience it's fun for the audience but like it's torture for me yeah no that's terrifying <laughs> just to think about for da- me? dabs as much as you like after you do a bunch of dabs like over the years, are you still able to get the effect of it? Yeah, yeah? dabs are dabs are intense. Dabs will still be intense. It still it never okay. mellows out. It never levels out. It's yeah, it's like a concentrated. It, I don't know. It's too much. The, <laughs> weed has gotten too much. I just got my mom used to looking at like f- flour. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like I I, t- I, d- I dabbed it from a syringe this morning. Like well, I can't show up to my mom says with a syringe. <laughs> well, no, you never yeah, should do is, that. It's, it's, All right. Work. <laughs> <laughs> so when's the show happening? The Halloween show. Vapor Central. Halloween night, fifteen bucks. We got three comics. We got giveaways all night and uh, twelve piece brass band closing out. What? All right, beautiful. <laughs> and Dave Mirage, where's the best place people to find you? You just had a special that dropped. Oh, you can get it on Apple Music, iTunes, nice. and then uh, Vimeo. But if you're in the U.S., it's Amazon Prime and Amazon Prime UK. All right. And Brian O'Gorman, man, where can the people find you? Um, I'll be headlining Yuck Yucks Toronto uh, November fourteenth to eighteenth. I also have an internet show. Just got picked up, so we'll be producing some more, but it's called Glorious and Free, so yeah. you can look that up on Facebook we're launching right now, because Facebook's doing a bunch of yeah. like um, content now. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be like kind of Netflixy. So yeah, it'll be on there, um, at Glorious and Free Show, or just look up Glorious and Free. It's a bunch of political Canadian comedy that isn't funded by the government. Beautiful. Hey. And now for this week's comedy listings. Catch Black Zeus live at Toronto's Vapor Central Lounge this Halloween night. And check out Glorious and Free, the new web series available now on Facebook online. And don't miss Inside Jokes Live at Fire It Up and Port Credit October 30th, featuring headliner Glenn Foster. And of course, you can follow us on Instagram at InsideJokes640 and on Twitter and Facebook at InsideJokes. Hi, this is Alicia Carusi, and you're listening to my aunt, Sandra Carusi's Comedy Rx. Featuring Dave Merhage. I go to like hip-hop clothing stores. I don't know if you guys go there. I can tell in your eyes some of you like, I don't go there at all. I respect that. But their sales tactic is horrible. They don't have a sales tactic. They just bully you with confidence. And they say facts that are not true at all. They just say things out loud and you're scared. And I'm, I have anxiety, right? I have weak shoulders. I always walk into places with my shoulders very weak. You know, that's how I enter, right? So they take advantage of me. And this one, and you never know who's working there. It's just people yelling at you. They get mad at you. I'm like, hey man, do you got a medium? He goes, what? What? I go, okay, I'll leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to help you. Why are you bullying me out of your store, right? So I have a coat, right? I don't see anyone. I just have it like that. And I just hear, yo, I can tell you want that I go, I don't know who that is. That's scary. I don't know whose sound that is. I didn't even know anyone was in here, right? But I'm not turning around. I am not turning around. Then he goes, yo, I can feel it in your chest that you want it. Why did it get sexy? It got sexy out of nowhere. But I turn around with a jacket, right? And he just goes zero from 100. He goes, yo, ain't nobody on the streets got that right there. 
That's bad business. That's what I wanted to say. That's bad business if nobody on the streets has it. That means one person, you're going to close your business in a week. That's our panel. Thank you to our panel. Thank you to our sponsors, Hakeem Optical. And keep it tuned in right here to Global News Radio 640 Toronto for the dating and relationship show with Laura Bellotta. Mm-hmm.